If you prefer to sleep in, then you are not hearing this right now. For the rest of us, Paul W. Smith is here at 6. And this is the Pre-W. Smith Show with Jeff Sloan on 760 WJR. All right, welcome to this Monday morning, the Pre-W. Smith Show. It's March 13th. And listen, guys, everyone's a little grumpier this morning, a little more tired. If it feels like it was tougher to get up and get to work, especially for us, my God, uh, we get up early enough as it is, but daylight savings time, indeed, because the clock springs forward, we get up even earlier. Joy, joy. It had to hit on a Saturday night. Right. I mean, could have hit on like Friday. Okay. Boy, it's tough enough to get up on these Monday mornings, but getting up on a Monday morning when the clock springs forward, the only thing good about it is it's another one of those harbingers of spring. Oh, sure, Jeff. I know. Listen, (laughs) I'm trying to look on the bright side here. We will get another extra hour of sunlight, the price we pay for that. I'd rather have sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're getting the extra hour of sunlight, at least for now. Maybe this will be... You know, the end of daylight savings time. I know a lot of people want to see it go away. We're going to cover that actually later in the show. So stick with us. We'll uh, we'll kind of cover what's going on to put an end to this misery. Um, some might call. On the other hand, some might call it's worth the misery in order to get that extra hour of sunshine in the evening after work or whatever it may be on the weekends, et cetera. Okay. Now listen, covering other news, job gains. Wow, this amazing job market just won't quit. It just won't quit. Job report from last Friday. Numbers are still strong. 311,000 gain in jobs. And it just shows once again that employers are hungry to make additional hires. And, uh, you know, that obviously has consequence on inflation ultimately, certainly on whether or not the Fed's going to raise interest rates and so on and so on. They need to slow spending, as we know, kind of underlying all of that. Some would argue in order to do that, you got to have more unemployment, at least slow job gains in order to slow spending. And so uh, sooner or later, there's going to be a day of reckoning with all this. What an amazing time. And trying to figure this all out is a real conundrum these days. Okay. And then interesting news, guys, despite common belief, you know, there's that old saying, money doesn't buy happiness. Well, not according to a new study. This new study published just uh, about a week ago in the Proceedings of National Academy of Sciences makes clear that, oh, indeed, money can buy happiness. I knew that all along. Yeah, of course, some of us knew it all along. I mean, Kristen being right, one, they don't yes. need a study for that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could have told us. Well, I could have. they could have asked me. I could have said, yes, in fact, money does buy happiness. Yeah. And they have proof that. So getting to the bottom line here, the study reached two big conclusions. First, that happiness continues to rise with income, even in the high range of incomes. So it used to be that people thought, you know, once you got over a certain number of earning in a given year, it plateaued. But not anymore. This new study shows that it continues to rise as you continue to make more income for the majority of people, showing that for many of us, on average, Having more money can make us increasingly happier. Interesting. So, Kristen, you were right all along. <laughs> money, money can't buy happiness. Okay, write that down. Put that down. All right, and then moving on, Mark, you've got news regarding a new study out about who's the grumpiest, grouchiest, most annoying baseball fans in all of baseball. 
Curious to hear how we fared, our good old Detroit fans or Tiger fans in that study. Oh, yeah, that was a fun one, right? <laughs> I don't know, was it? <laughs> How'd we the, do? The study was, uh, they asked a 1,000 people, baseball yep. fans, on which they think. And, and a lot of them, and they answered, stop bothering me. Yeah, leave <laughs> don't me alone. bother me, leave me alone. At them. Right. The most annoying fans and the worst behaved fans. Well, the good part is Detroit did not fit in the top 10, so that's a great thing, right? Okay. There, right? Yeah. We have some pretty cool fans here, but uh, we found that uh, New York, number one in both categories. Ooh, the Yankee fans. Yeah. The Yankee. And both New York teams and both Chicago teams fared in the top 10. Mm. So, Being top 10, meaning the most annoying. The most annoying. Oh, right? my God. Okay. Well, you know what? It kind of fits when you think about it. Right. Yeah. All right, very good. We're going to run to a break. Back with more in a minute right here on the Pre-W Smith Show. 